Welcome to the premier podcast of the 10-Minute Medic, podcast number one. My name is Dr. Bill Young, a veteran paramedic and EMS educator. I began my career over 40 years ago and have served in just about every EMS position available. My goal is to provide paramedic students with valuable resources to help them to be successful in their classes. The format of this program will be one subject in no more than 10 minutes. I know how busy you are juggling work, family, and school, so I'll do my best not to waste your time. Feel free to contact me with any subjects or topics that you'd like for me to write. This first podcast is sponsored by the Eastern Kentucky University Department of Paramedicine. As you gain experience in your paramedic career, you're going to, at some point, want to promote up the career ladder. Data from the EKU Department of Paramedicine's graduates show that a large portion of those who graduate with their bachelor's degree in leadership are promoted to a leadership or management position within five years of graduation. They offer both associates and bachelor's degrees 100% online. To learn more about the online degree that they have to offer busy paramedics, send an email to bill.young at eku.edu. Mention that you listened to the 10-Minute Medic in your email, and you'll receive a special gift from their program. Our first topic this week is that of AV heart blocks. I had a tough time with these as I went through paramedic school. One of the most difficult things a paramedic student must learn to do is to decipher heart blocks. First degree block is not so tough, but once you get into the higher level blocks, they can begin to look alike with their pauses and lengthening PR intervals. I struggled with this for years until a friend named David Lofton showed me an easy hack for how to be successful in identifying them. At the time, David was an EMS consultant over the state of Georgia Office of EMS Region 1. This was in the northwest corner of the state. He was at our EMS agency and I happened to mention to him how much trouble I had always had in the past with hard blocks. He gave me the following hack that I continue to use today in teaching students about these heart blocks. To begin, draw a T figure on the paper. Now on the left side of the T above the horizontal cross piece, write the word regular, and on the right side, irregular. Draw it down from the top cross piece of that T figure, and on the left side of the vertical line, write first degree block, and beneath it, second degree block type two. Move over to the right side of the vertical line and continue with the classification of your heart blocks with second degree block type one and third degree block beneath this. This really will be much easier to understand if you have the illustration in front of you. So let's work from the left side first. If you measure the PR interval of the first degree block, you'll remember that it is greater than 0.20 seconds and constant. There's no variation of the PR interval in first degree block. As you move across the EKG strip, this PR interval will be the same and we classify it as being regular. For the most part, as I said earlier, first degree block is easy to deduce. Let's stay on the left side of the vertical line and look at the next heart block, the second degree block type two, also known as Mobitz two. This is where it starts to really get pretty cool. If you recall, the PR interval for second degree block type two remains constant. You'll have a dropped QRS without the PR interval having any variation. To sum up the left side, if you recognize that you have a block of some variety and if the PR interval remains constant, it can only be a first degree or a second degree block type two. You've just changed your odds of getting the right answer from one in four to 50-50. Let's move over to the right side of the dividing line. On the right side of this line, we'll place second degree type one and third degree block. If you recall, the PR interval of both dysrhythmias will vary. Second degree type one, the PR interval will get longer and longer 
no longer, and then I dropped QRS. Third degree block, there is no association between frequency and regularity of the P wave as compared to the QRS. Therefore, you'll have a totally random PR interval that, depending on the rate, may actually show what appears to be a dropped QRS. Similar to the left side of the T, if you recognize that you have a block, but you're having some difficulty telling which one, if the PR interval varies, it can only be a second degree type one or third degree heart block. Hopefully this will be beneficial to you, especially if you're struggling with the identification of heart blocks. Be sure to send your questions and any topics that you would like to see covered for future podcasts to bill.young at eku.edu. Thanks again to the Eastern Kentucky University Department of Paramedicine for their support in the launch of this podcast.